also you said that the president believes in the rule of law. Uh, does he believe in the rule of law when it comes to the former president or even his son? Uh, I'm not going to comment anymore on, on both of the topics that you just mentioned. The Department of Justice uh, is independent with their criminal investigation. The president has been very clear on that, and we, I would refer you to the Department of Justice on those, those two topics that you just brought up. Does he believe in the rule of law when it comes to the former president or even his son? It is August 10th, 2022. Welcome to The Daily Rob. You can find all of Rob's socials and the all my links it's in the description. Go give him a follow in a few places. And without further ado, reporting to you live from the Southern White House, the Mar-a-Lago. Stu? Stalin's head of the NKVD, Lavinia Berrera, once said, show me the man and I will show you the crime. How is what has gone on down here at Mar-a-Lago and everything that's gone on for the past six years, anything different from the Soviet police day? Stu, I walked through here early this morning after the raid and the place was a shambles. Not only did they um, take stuff they weren't supposed to, but they they kind of destroyed the place, Stu. They didn't have to do that. Um, so Stu, this is big news. And we've been reporting on this for a year now about how the Marxist democratic regime started with Obama, started to weaponize our criminal justice this system. They started with the FBI and the DOJ. They are fully um, agents of the radical left. Um, there is no such thing as justice anymore. We've seen it um, even before Trump was, was elected. They were making plans to discredit him and then to impeach him before he even took office. This is a disgrace, Stu, and this should wake up every American. You know, Stu, when I look back at Lexington and Concord, even before Lexington and Concord, and I look at Colonial Virginia, we had things um, like um, the Leeds Town Resolution um, because of a stamp act, Stu, a stamp act. These people were fairly unencumbered by the crown um, compared to the um, dismantling of liberties that we have in this country today. Uh, they just, the Biden administration just voted on a law for 87,000 IRS agents. What in the world force do? to become the personal police state of this regime so that like like Hitler, uh, they can hold on to power forever. We saw a rigged election in 2020. You give the, um, the state more power to control and coerce folks, they will never lose, lose an election. And before, before long, Stu, they will, uh, they will do away with elections. That is the record of history. So let's go through what happened, Stu. 
first of all, I think the the image that should be on the front of magazines for the next 50 to a to a, a hundred years is there is a image, a photo of an FBI agent. Uh, you don't really know he's FBI, but he's uh, dressed in somewhat of a martial uniform and he's holding a machine gun, Stu. Not a semi-automatic weapon, but a machine gun. Let's not forget that the, the IRS, the FBI, they are police agencies, Stu. And if you don't do what they tell you to do, they can kill you. Uh, it's nothing less than an army. All right. Let's talk about Judge Reinhardt. He's the guy who signed the warrant. We don't exactly know what the warrant said, but all the indicators are had to do with specific boxes. And Stu, while we're on that subject, um, President Trump had been dealing with, uh, under the Official Records Act, uh, with bureaucrats. Uh, they even allowed them to go through his stuff once. Uh, and as president, he has the power to declare what is classified or what's not. But we'll get to that in a second. Um, the warrant was signed by this guy who was a U.S. attorney, I think in like 2008. Well, he quit his job with knowledge of the prosecution, Stu, uh, and all the evidence they had against Epstein and then he went to work effectively for Jeffrey Epstein because he went to work for, for people in his office who were accused of enabling Jeffrey Epstein's sex crimes. He was accused by the government of, um, of unethical conduct. Um, and who's, who's, who, who's he right now? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, this Reinhardt guy. Uh, for leaving the office and having confidential information representing the the other side. To my knowledge, the Justice Department, the U.S. Attorney's Office to this day stands by um, the decision they made um, that he was acting un uneth unethically, and he's not an Article Three judge. He's uh, he wasn't appointed by anyone. Um, these guys, and this is something else we could look at. You, a federal agency presents these guys with a with a warrant. It's like a hundred percent they sign. Um, all right, Stu. Uh, what else we got? Um, um, ironically, today, uh, Hillary Clinton, or maybe it's the past week, has come out with her own merchandise swag. And one of the hats she has says, but her emails. Not good timing, Stu. Yeah, so Hillary tweeted out today, this all goes to her organization called Onward. But she tweeted out her little hats and she this organization Onward, Onward together partners to, you know, the nebulous term defend democracy build a progressive bench so we all know what that means and fight for all fight for our values just saying and i have a clip 
of Boris Epstein, who served in the Trump administration, is a lawyer, and he's on CNN, and he's talking about how the FBI can't say definitively that the Clinton emails weren't hacked. You know, this is goes back to all sorts of things, whether it's Seth Rich, WikiLeaks, Julian Assange. And so he says this on live CNN, and the CNN anchor has to... Um, and he mentions that Hillary had taken hammers to some of the devices that were connected to the server. And the CNN anchor says, let me fact check you on that. And then the CNN Democrat lawyer has to admit that that's the case. Somebody who is absolutely disqualified from becoming president. They destroyed blackberries with hammers in the State Department. That's not what we won the president. Actually, and Evan, by the way, Evan, Evan, no, Evan, the, Evan, hold on. Way, can you fact check that? Hang on, that hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, Evan Perez. Hammers, fact check that for me, please, on the fly. Uh, yes, they did, Brooke. Uh, as so. as, uh, <laughs> as did. you mentioned, there were uh, 13 devices, mobile devices, and five iPads that uh, the FBI said that you know, in some way, were used with with her private email server, and they did, in some cases, just destroy them with hammers when they were done using them. So it's it just kind of you know, and you'll see a lot of people in the media today who are pr primarily on the right say talk about the double standard, the double standard, you know. Christopher Ray, who most likely knew this was going to happen when he was in Congress last week, you know, who has to leave that appointment early for a family vacation that our taxpayers are paying for as he flies on the FBI plane to his vacation home. You know, remember what he said, you know, we are using our maximum power to investigate the Hunter Biden laptop. You know, does that include a raid of Hunter Biden's Mar does that include a raid on Hunter Biden's Malibu home? Does that include a raid on the White House since Hunter Biden stays a lot of the time there? And don't forget not. he's connected to his father through um, influence peddling and money. Um, Stu, we could talk about the Hillary Clinton thing all day long, but she had an unsecured server in a bathroom in Colorado. And she did that so she could purposefully evade these um, National Records Act's laws. She has no right to circumvent the State Department. She's doing business on behalf of the State Department, and she's effectively accepting bribes for the Clinton Foundation. And Stu, those records, those emails were hacked by our foreign adversaries. These governments who hate us and maybe even some that that like us are hacking in, trying to hack into our stuff all the time. They got everything, Stu. She compromised national security. And from what I've read, uh, that agents working in China were killed because of her. Um, and Stu, don't forget uh, her good friend, uh, Huma, she was married to um, Anthony Weiner, and some of these classified documents were on Anthony the pervert Weiner's laptop, totally unsecured. I mean, we can go on and on and on about the incredible fraud. But it just kind of goes to show that it's not like it's a lesson where she goes in and she says, you know, technology has progressed so quickly. I didn't realize this was unsecure. I want to be as transparent as possible with everyone. I've acknowledged all these subpoenas. I'm coming in. I'm giving you all everything. 
you know, throw the book at me and let's make the system better. And nine times out of 10, this legislation that they're talking about, where it's section 2071, where you can make someone essentially unelectable, they're not allowed to run for office anymore. I still think she wouldn't even have qualified to be completely stricken from office for life because of that. And this is what they're kind of talking about a lot today where, oh, under section 2071, Trump won't be able to run for office ever again. And, you know, the New York Times is talking about this today where, you know, they're comparing and you, they're already defending the kind of powers that be with an article like, if Trump broke a law on the removal of official records, would he be barred for, for future office? And they compare it to Hillary Clinton. And even the New York Times has to say it would be almost a, almost a stretch where it would be an interesting legal challenge to see, but it's, and it would be a blockbuster. That's how they describe it, a blockbuster in American politics, but um, it might not even ultimately work. Hillary Clinton wasn't even subpoenaed by the FBI uh, for her records. Think about that. Then uh, she met with, with Comey. There's no transcript and she wasn't under oath. And it only lasted about an hour and she's released. Um, Stu, they are a, um, they are an NKVD of the state. That's what the FBI and the Justice De Department has become. And Stu, let's think about this for a second. Under the uh, National Records Act, the president has the authority to determine what is classified and what's not. Okay, every president takes records out of the White House that they think are unclassified and um, personal. Um, the National Records Office, it's called the, um, the National Archives, effectively raided Trump um, Mar-a-Lago in March and wanted to look through a bunch of records. They got 15 boxes and they found that it was all personal stuff. President Trump's been talking to them about these records through his lawyer since then. This is what goes on with every administration. But let me ask you this, dude. If there was something classified and dangerous for President Trump to have, who do you think is a better custodian of records like that, President Trump or Hillary Clinton? Hillary Clinton didn't care. Anybody with a brain knew the Chinese, the Russians, and everybody else had hacked everything out of her, out of her server. President Trump takes um, some of these documents that he feels he's entitled to and that the law pretty clearly says he's, enti he's in in entitled to. And he has a classified material room, a compartment at Mar-a-Lago. Uh, so when he's president and he has, you know, an alternative White House, he's got a long history of never looking at anything unless it's in the, what they call the sensitive compartmental information system room a facility. Um, so you see abusing, is this guy <laughs> a patriot abusing something? Of course not. Um, 
Alan Dershowitz has said that in a situation like this, and of course, this is really unusual to, to begin with, uh, first of all, they're working together. But two, if, if you have to do something, you, you, you file a subpoena, you don't raid his house. And of course, what they did, Stu, is the warrant is signed specifically to go after some of the, these records. What the swarm of uh, FBI agents did, and I've heard heard anywhere from 30 to 100, let's not forget, machine guns, they raid his house and they take whatever they want, uh, way out of the scope of the subpoena. They're looking for stuff like um, Biera said, to frame a guy, to, to to find something, to find a crime, the most investigated man in the, the history of the world. Um, another thing, uh, Stu, there are no photos taken. You know, when they, um, when, so that when these type of things happen, the press is all over this. And I think even the FBI takes pictures to release to the press. No photos, Stu. How is it that that can happen unless the FBI through their um, corrupt connections with the media, uh, tips the media off and tells them not to go here. Uh, um, and one one more thing about the classified versus declassified. Cash Patel, who was special counsel to the president, he discussed this notion where they had declassified everything, but they hadn't gone through, and because you have to go through all this bureaucracy and crap, the markings on the folders technically didn't say declassify, so they so they still have these classified markings despite all of those documents being declassified. And but I think it's the notion of you know even at the end of the day, if this is they did this just to prove a point to kind of force him to announce that he was running for office before midterms. I think what they have shown is that they can just now say this all the time. Like they say, well, he's been, they tried to impeach him twice. Well, no other president has had their home raided by the FBI. So it's just kind of putting the, this kind of a mark of stink on him just to keep it up. And yeah, I think he I, knows he's very popular right now and his candidates that he has endorsed are winning in droves. Um, so that's I, another reason. But I think we all have like a battered wife syndrome where this almost doesn't seem too crazy. You know, we've watched him be completely taken off the internet pretty much. You know, he's not on Twitter. You know, we've watched him essentially be too radioactive for Fox News nine times out of 10. And we've just seen the media come after him all the time, you know, even before he was elected president. And this just seems like another just logical jump in this as they've done trumped up charge after trumped up charge. And, you know, every news article for the past six years is like, oh, we're about to get him this time. We're about to get him this time. I mean, it, it really is. And, and frankly, I think he would have run out of steam by now if they weren't attacking him all the time. The more they attack him, I think the more the average person who's at least a little bit tuned in kind of thinks to themselves, well, if they can do it to Donald Trump, then they definitely can come after me. I think DeSantis would have overshadowed him massively by now if they weren't continuously attacking him day in and day out. 
Well, this to me kind of assures that he's going to be the nomination, the the nominee of the party. Um, I I mean, I feel a great amount of of sympathy for him after something like this. And Stu, let's not forget that this is more than Donald Trump. Look what they've done in January 6th, an illegal committee to begin with. Um, uh, no Republicans on there. Liz Cheney's not a Republican. She's not standing up for, for anybody. Um, you don't have the right cross-examination. You can't subpoena documents. You're just defenseless. It's like a star, star chamber. A show trial is what it is, a, style, a Stalinist show trial. And they're working with the Justice Department up the times when a uh, congressional committee has done something, they don't work with the uh, with the Justice Department. And the Justice Department will not serve um, subpoenas and warrants on folks just because of the congressional c- committee. Um, but look what they've done. Look how they've suspended the rule of law. And Stu, all of this goes back to the 2020 riots when Billions of dollars were destroyed by agents of the state uh, and nothing happened. The FBI did not do one damn thing. Same thing with the election. They didn't do one damn thing to stop the fraud. So once you can get away with things, you have more power and you can you think you can get away with more. Um, so they January 6th. Uh, committee and the corrupt D.C. court system has done away with executive privilege. It's a privilege that's been around since George Washington that the public is not privy to the advice that a president gets from his advisors. They've eradicated that. Um, They've also done the same thing with lawyer-client privilege. How many times has the, the Mueller team and uh, January 6th committee um, taken um, the notes and the files from a lawyer to the president. You just can't do that in a rule of law world, but they do it, Stu. The law means nothing to them. Um, and, then, and, then they're, and then they're talking heads like Joe and Miko will talk about how they had to do this because the Republicans have become fascist work around because this thing that this GOP represents under its current leadership is now increasingly more dangerous than it's ever been. And that is that is profoundly important to understand right now. You know why? Because they're fascists, like people that are making the threats, the people that helped Donald Trump on January 6th, the people that were talking about coming to, to D.C., that it was going to be crazy, that it was going to, wa- going to be wild, they were going to charge the cap. They're fascists. And so they're making fascist threats, and we need to do what the United States has always done. Uh, we need to confront fascism and, and defeat it. So everybody that's freaking out over fascists being fascists, well, guess what? That's what fascists do. That's why we have law enforcement to actually bring fascists to justice. So please don't run around with your hair on fire and say, oh my God, we can't actually enforce the laws of our land. We can't actually protect classified documents because fascists may get upset on a TV show. That's what they Mm -hmm. do. And that this is how you stop fascism is by 
you know, using the full extent of the law to throw the book at these people because otherwise there will be fascism. And, and ironic the fascists, thing is, whenever yeah. they call somebody a name, they might as well be calling that name themselves. I mean, what's the old adage is when you point your finger, you're pointing uh, three fingers back at you. I mean, that's. Yeah. yeah. And let's not forget that Merrick Garland's Justice Department uh, used the Patriot Act against parents at school board meetings. Parents at school board meetings who were concerned that their daughters had been raped in boys' bathrooms. And that was Glenn Youngkin's take as well today. He said, a stunning move by the DOJ and the FBI. The same DOJ labeled parents in Loudoun County as terrorists and failed to enforce federal law to protect justices in their homes. Selective, politically motivated actions have no place in our democracy. And Stu, let's not forget what the Mueller team did um, um, at the end of the investigation. Um, they all had to turn in their phones, right? And they had to keep records of their phones, right? It's part of the um, the, the Federal Record um, Retention Act. Did they do that? Did they turn over their cell phone records? No, they didn't. They made up excuses excuses and nothing happens to them. Um, and still, uh, let's not forget that the D.C. Circuit is a hellhole. Uh, what they've done to the January 6th uh, prisoners is little different from um, what the Soviets did to dissenters where they throw them in the gulag and work camps. You've got people who just merely walked in a building, um, a building in which the security and the police officers let them in. Um, you have FBI who instigated uh, the violence there. We know that to be true. Um, um, and they encouraged the violence. There were no arms there. Uh, there were people just walking through the building. There was a little bit of vandalism, um, but still nobody burned the federal court down. Nobody uh, assaulted anybody. Uh, and yet a lot of these folks are in jail rotting away because of a corrupt uh, Stalin-like police agency and judicial system. Uh, Eric Trump, um, I wasn't kidding when I said that this place was ransacked. He said they ransacked Mar-a-Lago and they went through every room, went through files. Um, they broke into his safe. Alan Dershowitz said last night that uh, you don't have a warrant to go into that safe. You must, you can take the safe, but you, you can't go into it without a warrant. They did that. Because they don't want Donald Trump to run and win again in 2024. And Sean, that's what this is about today. To have 30 FBI agents, actually more than that, descend on Mar-a-Lago, give absolutely, you know, no notice, go through the gates, start ransacking an office, ransacking a closet. You know, they broke into a safe. He didn't even have anything in the safe. I mean, give me a break. And, and this is coming from what? The National Archives? Yet, you know, Hunter Biden, he's a firearms crimes, uh, prostitution, illegal drugs, um, you know, shady deals with everybody around the world. And by the way, it's all on his laptop for the whole world to see. In his own writing, in his own words, cooperated by everybody. 
Where, where are these FBI agents? Where, where is everybody? Why is it that the arrows only fly at Donald Trump and his family? Why is it that the political persecution only goes one way in this country? Stu, if you're skilled at listening to these folks and you know their weasel words, you can pick up on something. And I picked up on something with uh, what Nancy Pelosi said. She said she had not been tipped off. Uh, everything she knew had been in the public domain. And then, you know, she kept on talking. And then she said there was a lot of chatter about it beforehand. Why did she say that, Stu? Because that gives her an excuse of what Joe Biden's brother termed plausible deniability. She can say, well, I can remember some chatter because when somebody presents some sort of evidence that she knew about this, she could say, yeah, well, don't forget, I said there was some sort of chatter about it. Other people, FBI agents, uh, legal eagles have said it's no way that Joe Biden didn't know about this and didn't authorize it. Of course, Joe Biden said that um, he didn't know about it. Well, Stu, if he didn't know about it, if that's true, which which is almost certainly a lie, um, then maybe the real president, uh, uh, Barack Obama, was the one who ordered this. But what Biden said, and I thought it was funny, and why is somebody like this would even say something like this because it's such a joke. He said, I give you my word. <laughs> I was not told about the raid in advance. Oh, will you give us your word? Joe Biden's word? Well, oh my God, that's so golden. Of course he didn't have anything to do with the raid. Um, so still, we live in a police state. I get back to what our colonial founding fathers um in Hanover County, Virginia, before the Declaration, uh, they announced that they were freeholders and um, and uh, they challenged the King of England for their rights um, um, and said that they were free, free people. Um, people were willing to fight over aggressions by the crown that are a fraction of what the deep state and our own government does to us today, Stu. Um, just remember that. It's like Lexington and Concord, Stu. Yeah. And this is a watershed moment. Also, a Trump ad came out today in which I'm sure the ad was done a few weeks ago, but came out today. He kind of predicted this. Um, um, it's a good ad. He talks about how what a dark time it is in America. So this is a We are a nation in decline. We are a failing nation. that has the highest inflation in over 40 years, where the stock market just finished the worst first half of a year in more than five decades. We are a nation that has the highest energy cost in its history, and we are no longer energy independent or energy dominant, which we were just two 
short years ago. We are a nation that is begging Venezuela and Saudi Arabia for oil. We are a nation that surrendered in Afghanistan, leaving behind dead soldiers, American citizens, and $85 billion worth of the finest military equipment in the world. We are a nation that allowed Russia to devastate a country, Ukraine, killing hundreds of thousands of people, and it will only get worse. We are a nation that has weaponized its law enforcement against the opposing political party like never before. We've never seen anything like this. We are a nation that no longer has a free and fair press. Fake news is about all you get. We are a nation where free speech is no longer allowed, where crime is rampant like never before, where the economy has been collapsing, where more people died of COVID in 2021 than in 2020. We are a nation that is allowing Iran to build a massive nuclear weapon and China to use the trillions and trillions of dollars it's taken from the United States to build a military to rival our own. We are a nation that over the past two years is no longer respected or listened to all around the world. And we are a nation that is hostile to liberty and freedom and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every list. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. But soon we will have greatness again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot beat. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield ever, ever, ever. We will never give in. We will never give up. And we will never, ever back down. We will never let you down as long as we are confident and united. The tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and God alone. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. So this is a former George W. Bush press secretary. Ari Fleischer, all I can say is the FBI better have the goods. This better be a slam dunk criminal case. Otherwise, the Biden administration and DOJ have crossed a line of no return. If they got the goods, announce it. Otherwise, this search on a former president's home is a disgrace. So just enough to cover their bases with the media and all those people. But still, you know, they're making a conditional precedent on the disgrace. Yes. They, they're giving the other side a chance to explain themselves. And of course, they're going to come up with some convol convoluted, fabricated excuse instead of just saying this is fucked up. Y'all are a criminal organization. This is war. No, they have to give mealy mouth words. Megan McCain said, 
If they okay. don't have the goods, this unprecedented raid is proof that the deep state wants to destroy Trump. How ironic they've made him a martyr and a better bet than ever for the White House in 2024. Oh, they want to be moderates, too, because they don't want to come across as a flamethrower because, you know, those um, cocktail parties on 23rd and P Street, uh, there's so much fun to go to in Georgetown, and those people might get mad at me and might not invite me. That's the way they think. Uh, this is a media creator, works with Republicans and Libertarians named Toad. Toad said, remember when the FBI raided the entire Epstein client list? Yeah, me neither. Laugh my ass off. I mean, they have these lists, they have all these things, but, you know, you don't see They it. have Hunter Biden's laptop. They've got 14 instances in which um, Joe Biden was talking to his business partners, meaning his bribers. They've got evidence that money flowed to Joe Biden himself. I mean, Hunter's um, illegal gun. Yeah, uh, there are wire transfers between Biden Jr. and Biden Sr., um, uh, why don't they invade the White House? Why don't they invade um, the two houses he has in Delaware for real crimes instead of a, a that Trump might have some paper uh, in a box that um, the government certainly has a copy of anyway? Uh, it is utterly absurd. Uh, but they, they think the American public is stupid and that we're going to believe whatever convoluted excuse they have. Um, um, I love these people, Stu, with all of my soul. And then I thought this was pretty interesting. Andrew Cuomo came out, and I think Andrew Cuomo is a little bit of a recipient of, of a similar fashion where they kind of did everything they could just to destroy him because they, they could, and the charges may have been a bit more chumped up than expected. And he's a piece of shit, but they turned on him yes. in a way that they used the power of the government in an uh, unlawful, illegal, unethical way to force him out of office. And it, like you said, with the Soviet Union, show me a man and I'll find you a crime. So that's what they did for him. Uh, DOJ must immediately explain the reason for its raid, and it must be more than a search for inconsequential archives or it will be viewed as a political tactic and undermine any future credible investigations and legitimacy of the January 6th investigations. So I think he went a step further than Megan McCain. I was about to say, yeah. And I mean, yeah, I mean, Megan invoked the deep state in quotation marks, but I think Andrew rightfully pointed out that it will be viewed as a political tactic and that no matter what they want to do moving forward with January 6th, it's it's going to look like it's their mission is just to make him guilty no matter what. And they don't care about rule of law or what the actual facts of the case are. No question. The contrast of Mar-a-Lago being graded is that Joe Biden can't get through an entire speech without having a multiple coughing fit. <laughs> we need secure in the future, excuse me. <laughs> You're the <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry. <coughs> 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 <coughs>
was hollowed out. <coughs> Excuse me. I'll take another sip of water. <coughs> you know, for families. <coughs> Let me close with this. <coughs> and that when he gets off the helicopter, his sunglasses are about to fall off his head. He can't get his blazer on. And he looks like a child. And you just have to see the faces of this military personnel just look in shock that this is the leader of the free world and he has to be treated like a baby by his wife. You know, I mean, it really, it's really scary. I mean, we are ruled currently by a group of elites who have put in this mush brain puppet and it's faux pas to discuss it. And, you know, this, this is a guy whose memory is now less than five seconds. He will shake hands with Chuck Schumer. Chuck Schumer will go to shake hands with everyone else. And then Joe Biden feels slighted because he has forgotten that he just shook the hand of Chuck Schumer. And he's like, he gets weird about it. I mean, it is. And what is dementia, Stu? It's short-term memory. Oh, you can remember what you said to somebody in high school, but you can't remember what you did five seconds ago or a day ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and of course, they put him in office the way they did. Uh, and I think, Stu, that they've always had the goods against him. Um, uh, but they did it so they can control him. He was never the radical leftist that he is today, Stu. But he's told what to say and he says it because he is utterly a corrupt politician. Yeah. And then just one last thing is that. My theory concerning all of this is keep an eye on Eric Trump. I think Eric Trump is being groomed to be his father's political successor. You know, I saw the pictures at the golf tournament where Tucker and Eric looked really cozy. Eric's the one taking the lead on this. Expect to see a lot more of Eric Trump and a lot less of Don Jr. That's my... You know, that is a... um a great observation because um, I was thinking to myself last night how articulate Eric Trump is. Um, um, and he's presidential looking, uh, but he was just rolling off the points one right after the other. And uh, I thought he did a really good job. You know, it's, it's the rules for thee and not for me, right? That's the old, you know, Sean, this has been happening since day one. They cannot stand that a guy named Donald Trump, who was a real estate developer, who built tremendous wealth and, and fame, was able to go into a political system in the U.S. and take out a person like Hillary Clinton and beat them at their own game and then go into Washington, D.C. and do a phenomenal job and not play by the rules and end up becoming one of the best presidents this country has ever had. And then they put in one of their own and the guy turns out to be an absolute flop. He does a terrible, terrible job, and the country is going to hell under his leadership. And then now all of a sudden they realize that his son's in trouble and that he's in trouble and their political party's in trouble and that Donald Trump is poised if he wanted it, if he decided to hop back on that stage and wanted it, they know he's poised to win. And guess what? That threatens them. That threatens who they are. And they will do anything they can to take him out, to take me out, to take Don out, to take Ivanka out, to take our family out. They do it every single day. They do it at a state level. They do it at a federal level. The FBI does it. They subpoena us. They make our lives hell, Sean, every single day because they are threatened by Donald J. Trump. And honestly, I hope 
And I'm saying this for the first time. I hope he goes out and beats these guys again. Because honestly, this country can't survive this nonsense. It can't. This is not who we are. This is who Venezuela is, Sean. This is Banana Republic antics. Having a home of the 45th president in the United States raided by FBI agents, safes broken open. This is not who we are as a democracy. Imagine if that happened to, to Barack Obama. The, the world would be in an uproar. I wouldn't be surprised if Eric Trump is the DeSantis VP pick one day, where you get DeSantis with a Trump on there to bring it all home together. So kind of my thoughts about all this. Well, Stu, our government is so dysfunctional, the way they waste money, the way they never solve a problem, the hot air that comes out of Washington, um, the elitism, the hubris. I mean, it's disgusting every day. Uh, there's just a lie, 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 incompetence, incompetence, incompetence. And here's a guy who never held political office at all. He goes into Washington and he runs probably the most successful administration maybe we've ever had. Um, and that's no slight against my man, Ronald Reagan and George Washington and some other guys. Um, he's got in, in just an incredible, formidable, dishonest foe against him. And look what he accomplishes. Uh, it just shows you. And I think there are a lot of people like Donald Trump um, who could have done the same thing. But it just shows you how worthless and dishonest the professional political class is. Yeah, if you if they just spend a fraction of their time actually focusing on the issues and trying to get things done instead of aggrandizing themselves, like AOC, who's now apparently worth twenty three million dollars, you know, you could probably get a lot done real quick. She's worth twenty three million dollars. Yeah, that that came out today. Really, but yeah. you can't pay her taxes. Life's a dirty game. Now, now, Stu, I know something because uh, I'm a lawyer and I do tax work. If you get $23 million, there are tax consequences to that. Okay? Uh, there are. If you get it, um, unless it's a gift, uh, and even gifts, you can be assigned to have to pay the gift tax on that. Um, but it's income, and you got to pay taxes. Guarantee you she hasn't done that. Just like all this money flowing um, between Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, there are tax laws that have been been broken with that, Stu. Stu, if you have a note with somebody like Rosemont Seneca, Hunter Biden's company had with the CCP um, entity, and they give you five million bucks under a note, well, when you don't pay that, it's forgiven. Uh, the note is by law extinguished, and you have to declare all that money as income. Uh, and they do this on a note so they can defer it, but they never pay it back. It's called forgiveness of debt. And um, the IRS doesn't enforce this against these people. Um, and they know they don't. Um, I mean, the corruption is incredible. These are real crimes, to not not Donald Trump having a foul of his grandchildren's Christmas cards. Um, it's absolutely disgusting. And um, if you ask me, Stu, it's warlike.
Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I hope to see a lot of governors come forward and just say, you know what, until we get the FBI and the DOJ under control, no federal agents are going to be allowed in our state. I'm all for peace. Though. Okay, on that note, I'll catch you later. Okay, see you. Bye. Later. The truth is plain to see. If you want freedom, take pride in your country. If you want democracy, hold on to your sovereignty. And if you want peace, love your nation.